Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Laurence. And today we're going to get into a big topic, which is trauma. And I know that this can be a heavy topic, but it's something that I really want to start to talk more about because it is um, part of a lot of the work that I do inside my signature program with my clients. And a lot of the time, we're not even aware that we do have trauma, every single one of us, because it doesn't have to be this crazy major trauma. And we're going to talk more about what that looks like, but it does affect us in so many ways, not just our relationships, how we show up, um, what we attract into our lives, uh, even, you know, our career money, but then also our physical symptoms, a hundred percent. It is a big part of that. And a lot of the time we just oversee that we neglect that we don't know. Um, and so this is just a really important conversation and it's something that I discovered, um, on my healing journey when I was going through my healing journey, I was doing all the physical stuff. And then at one point um, I started to realize that there was more to it. And I started to do the deeper healing work and noticing that it was affecting all different areas of my life. Where I was holding myself back, even physical things, stress, anxiety, depression. And so it does definitely have an impact on our hormones as well. PCOS, all of these things. And this is also backed by science. So this doesn't have to be major trauma. I think a lot of the time that's what we think. And then we, we just kind of oversee the trauma that we actually have in our bodies and we don't even look at it. And so according to Gabor Mate, trauma is anything that causes us to disconnect from ourselves, our sense of value and the present moment. So though that can be a lot of things that can really look like a lot of things and we've all experienced that. And according to Karen Curry Parker, trauma is any circumstance or perception that causes you to lose connection with your lovability, your value, and your right place in the world. And I really do like those definitions because it does allow for a broader perspective um, and to acknowledge that we've all been through trauma and we continue to go through circumstances that can be traumatic to our nervous systems. And that can cause us to disconnect from our two selves and who we truly are. And I would also say that it is energy that is stuck in the body. So trauma can come from experiences in childhood around rejection, fear, panic, feeling unseen, feeling unheard, feeling unlovable. It can affect our DNA, our stress response, the nervous system, our hormones, and the immune system. And the science of epigenetic demonstrates that trauma creates biological change. And this can last for generations. So it can literally be passed down. Trauma can show up as adults, in adults, as codependence, skin problems, insomnia, depression, anxiety, period problems, stubborn weight, self-sabotage, low libido, fear of intimacy, eating disorders, being over-controlling, attracting toxic relationships, feeling inadequate, unworthy, people-pleasing, perfectionist tendencies, not enough self-care, neglecting self-care, denial of pleasure, victimhood, etc. And so this is also, because we talked about period problems and hormones and stuff, this is also connected to issues in the womb. Like we can actually store trauma there and reproductive issues like PCOS, infertility, cysts, PMS, 
These are all associated with the second chakra energy system. And so these are basically energy systems of the body that correspond to different organ systems. And when we look at emotional pain around sexuality, relationships, money, intimacy, creativity, power, and control issues, these are all stored here. And we definitely as a collective, especially women, have a lot of emotional pain and trauma around these things. Um, and of course, that can be stored in body tissues, this energy, and that can affect the body physically. And this is why only focusing on the PCOS diagnosis or the hormonal issue, PMS, whatever it is, and not the whole person can be very disempowering and even harmful because we can easily take on this identity and become the victim to it. Like, oh, you have PCOS, the cause is PCOS versus looking at what's going on physically, energetically, mentally, emotionally for these symptoms to show up. And this is why I'm so passionate about the message that I'm sharing the work that I do because I fell into this sort of trap where it was all about PCOS, what's the best PCOS diet, PCOS supplement, la la la. And I just kept fitting myself into boxes that didn't fit and not feeling any better because I was not looking at me, what's going on with me. And this is why it's so important to not only address the physical influences of disease, but also the mental and emotional. Nothing appears on your body without the mental equivalent in your mind first, and this will be subconscious. And this is why the work that we do inside my signature program, The Intuitive Woman, is holistic, meaning mind, body, and soul. And we look at the energies that are stored in your body too. How do we release that, etc. And so trauma is stuck energy in your body. And this can show up in so many different ways. So we want to release that energy, right? And so we can do this in a few different ways, uh, which I will talk about later. But what I want to get into next um, was trauma and health. So how does it affect our health? I want to dive deeper into this. So memories and experiences and the emotions associated with them are encoded in tissues and organs of our bodies. So it's not just in our brains. It's not just in our minds. This is why we can hold things in our bodies that we're not even aware are affecting us. We don't even know where they come from. Um, and we can experience physical releases like energetic releases without being clear of where it came from because they have been repressed in your subconscious, in your body. So at some key moment, these limiting ideas can become physicalized and they become physical symptoms that challenge us to examine ourselves and our lives. So again, they're pointing us to look deeper internally. Disease is a signal to look for imbalance in our lives, to reevaluate where we are and where we're going. And this is why I'm so passionate again about the work that I do, because it's not just about like, is your blood sugar um, balanced? Do you have inflammation in your body? Do you have gut issues? all of those physical things. But we also want to look at like, where are you unfulfilled? Like, where are you suppressing yourself? Are you living a life that is true to who you are? Are you living true to who you are? Do you feel out of alignment in your life? Are you tolerating things that you don't want to? Like, all of these things are so important because these physical symptoms are also trying to get you to pay attention to what you're doing in your life, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, that kind of thing. And so getting into the chakras, these are the energy centers in the body where your beliefs and emotions are transformed into your state of health. And these correspond to life issues and challenges we face. 
As mentioned, they also correspond to different organ systems in the body, emotional states, and endocrine glands. So this is actually can be really insightful to look at like what's going on in your life or the sim physical symptoms, emotional symptoms. So this is specifically going to be associated with the lower chakras because these are going to be uh, where we have a lot of issues stored and they're going to be corresponding to like our digestive system, the reproductive um, organs as well. And so that's going to be very much tied with PCOS and hormonal issues. Um, but then this is also like the survival sort of states and fear and all of these things are held in the lower energy centers. And so if these are stuck in block, then it's, it's harder to be in, you know, our higher self to access those higher energy centers. Um, and so we really need to start here. So the first chakra is all about safety, the root chakra. This is the foundation, because if you don't feel safe in your life, you're not going to show up. You're not going to want to interact with others, take action, get outside of your comfort zone. Um, the body is only focused on survival. And so this is also corresponding with the stress response being activated. And we know that healing doesn't happen if the stress response is activated. The body doesn't care about healing tissues, reproductive function, any of that kind of stuff if it is under threat, right? So common physical symptoms of this chakra being blocked can look like uh, lower back pain, eating disorders, obesity, constipation, kidney stones, bladder problems, leg issues, cramps, colon issues, so a lot of digestive issues, fatigue, sluggishness, and urinary issues. Not feeling safe in your body can increase cortisol, which can increase androgens, infertility, weight gain, and this is also, of course, um, a big characteristic of the PCOS pathogenesis. It's the high androgens. And so a lot of the time we're only focused on blood sugar balancing and insulin, even though this is really important, of course, such a prime focus. But a lot of the time we don't realize that we're actually like chronically stressed. We're putting our nervous system under so much stress, not just with the way that we are living and eating, but also thinking and the trauma that's stored in our bodies. And we overlook this, like this is probably the number one thing that I focus on with my clients and that they're not even really aware of. And it makes a huge difference, not just in mental health, emotional health, but then also physical health. Because again, you're not feeling safe in your body, increased cortisol, increased stress response. This will wreak havoc on the hormones and endocrine system. When the body the female body specifically does not feel safe. Hormonal balance is not possible. This is foundational. This needs to be addressed. Otherwise, we can't move up. The second chakra um, is going to be associated with, um, again, emotional pain around sexuality, relationships, money, intimacy, creativity, power, and control issues. And this can be associated with uh, reproductive issues like PCOS, infertility, cysts, PMS, but then also urinary issues, kidney and bladder problems, lower back pain, sexual dysfunction, and that kind of thing. So the second chakra is also known as the sacral chakra. It's about sex, power, and money. It's located between the navel and the genitals. And it's the energy system that holds our creativity, our pleasure, our self-expression. And so when this one is in balance, we can easily express our emotions as well as express ourselves unapologetically, feel joy and pleasure in our lives. And so moving to the third one, 
The third chakra is located at the navel. It's the center for your personal power and self-esteem and your ability to master your thoughts and emotions. And so this is known as the solar plexus. And this will involve specifically the digestive system. And so any symptoms that can be associated with solar plexus or third chakra blocks or imbalanced could be eating disorders, digestive system problems, fatigue, um, having a body temperature, temperature that's usually very cold or very hot, asthma, nervous exhaustion, um, infection in the liver or kidneys. And so these are the three chakras that we um, usually need to look at first because they are definitely going to be like the foundational ones. Otherwise we can't move up and these will definitely be associated with a lot of these like PCOS symptoms and imbalances and things like that. But then also with hormones and as you could see as well, digestion and other things. So moving along into the health aspect of this as well, especially when it comes to hormones, I wanna get deeper into this stress response and the nervous system. So first I wanna talk about the HPO axis. You've probably heard of the HPA axis, which I'll get into, but the HPO axis is the major regulator of the female reproductive system. Fluctuations in this axis causes changes in the hormones produced by each gland, and this has systemic effects in the body. So it involves the hypothalamus, which is a gland in your brain that controls your hormone system. It secretes GnRH, so gonotropin releasing hormone, which stimulates the pituitary gland. And the pituitary gland is a gland situated at the base of your brain. It secretes FSH and LH in, respond, in response to GnRH. And so these are really important for the female cycle, ovulation, and the pituitary gland is often called the master gland because it controls several other hormone glands in your body, including the thyroid, adrenals, and the ovaries. And so this is basically the connection between your brain and the ovaries. The ovaries form part of the female reproductive system, of course. Their two main functions are producing eggs for fertilization and producing the hormones estrogen and progesterone. And so connecting it to the HPA axis, this is your stress response system. So this is the, basically when your stress response has kicked in, this is what's activated. So this activation affects your whole body and it halts the HPO axis. So the reproductive axis and many other body systems to conserve energy. So essentially our stress response when activated, it will halt the reproductive um, system or axis because the body does not care about reproducing right now if there's a threat in the external environment. This is actually very clever, but the body doesn't know what the threat is. Is it your boss? Is it your relationship? Is it money stress? Is it debt? Maybe you're not in a threat, uh, threatening situation, but you're constantly feeling stressed or you have emotional trauma in your body. You are constantly thinking of worst case scenarios. You have to process past pain or emotions, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So much of this perceived stress is not actually a threat to our life. And it can actually be stressful even if we are trying to conceive and it's not happening. And then we're putting more stress on ourselves and it just, the cycle just keeps going around and around. So stress can effectively stop you from ovulating. And as a result, menstrual periods can also become irregular or even stop. And so this is why I am a broken record about the nervous system 
and stress and why it is so important as part of our overall health and well-being, but then also when it comes to hormones, fertility, all that kind of thing. And so when we have HPO axis dysfunction, which will definitely be a result from high and chronic stress, we can see things like pear-shaped bodies. So you'll collect fat around the hips, thighs, and buttocks, like more of a um, difficulty losing weight when we have this stress activation. Sweet or salty cravings or both, hot flashes, night sweats, anxiety, feeling like you can't settle your body down, especially at night, feeling wired. So that tired and wired feeling, depression, anxiety, darkening, thickening of facial hair. So this is a common one with PCOS when we have the hirsutism. Estrogen dominance, meaning we have increased estrogen levels relative to progesterone, because if we are not ovulating, we are not making progesterone, and then we're not going to have that balance ratio. So we're going to have too much estrogen. And associated with conditions like PCOS, PMS, and so when we talk about the stress response, um, if you want to dive deeper into this, I do have another podcast episode all about stress and a different perspective to stress, because a lot of the time there are obviously, you know, external stressors, but then a lot of stress can actually be perceived and coming from internal because it's less about the external circumstances and more about our internal sort of environment and how we react to it because different things will trigger each of us and that's because of what's inside. So go check that out if you are interested in that. Um, but what we have internally will come out in response to external triggers. We can't control everything in our environment. Of course, we want to you know, manage stress as we can, um, delegate, delete things, like manage our time, take care of ourselves. But then we also need to look at what is inside of you, right? we have a buildup of emotions that can create overflow if we don't feel them and process them. And this is where um, I use a combination of different techniques in my practice to work with the conscious mind, the subconscious mind and the somatic body, because this is where we store our beliefs and emotions and past stories and programming. Because it will be on a subconscious level. Most of the time, we're not even aware of what is actually the issue. And so time techniques is one of my favorite techniques uh, in NLP that helps us to process unresolved emotions stored in the body associated with a past experience to then adopt more empowering beliefs and use your past as lessons to learn from and not limitations that hold you back so that you can create long lasting changes in a rapid way. Our limiting decisions about who we are are not serving us. And again, the way of us achieving what we actually truly want in life. They live in our subconscious and they often go unnoticed, but they are driving the bus. Our subconscious is responsible for 95% of our lives, our reality. And this is why consciously trying to change things typically results in self-sabotage or reverting back to old patterns. And it's not usually long-term. Our subconscious using, uses any past experiences associated with emotions to react in the present moment. So it's basically recycling our past into our present. And um, this can be associated with like triggering, like different emotions, even though we have a different experience in front of us. So triggers and events associated with an emotion will form a string of pearls from the past and continue to build. So the emotional response gets bigger and bigger. So it's usually not so much about the present event. 
It's more about all the past events built on each other from the past because they accumulate. So what is blocking us and holding us back is the accumulation and built up of emotions over time that are not released. And this is where we can explode, right? Or we, this can also, that needs to find an outlet so it can express itself as symptoms. And when we look at emotions, a lot of the time we're just afraid of them, like they're you know, scary, but really they're our allies. They're built-in tools to support us and our alignment. They are feedback like any other symptoms. And once released, the buildup of the negative emotion is gone. And so here, what's beneficial is that we go back into your past and release all the stuff that's over that's dragging you back and we release it so we don't need to carry it with us anymore like this backpack that's not serving us. We don't have to re-traumatize ourselves. We can just let go of this backpack, take the lesson that we need to keep, but we can release the patterns and the stories and the emotions that are not serving us. And so this is what um, this technique can do. So often we look at the physical and maybe the mental, but rarely all of the holistic bodies, right? So when we're looking here at what I just talked about, we're working with the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, uh, but then also the somatic body, right? So we're looking at the person from a holistic perspective, because when we look at the holistic bodies, these include physical, so what you eat, your movement, sleep, etc. Your mental, so this is your thoughts, your beliefs, your stories, your thought patterns. Spiritual, so your soul mission, your purpose, your desires, your fulfillment, your connection. And emotional, how you feel. And so too often we just look at the physical and maybe the mental, but rarely all of them. And so this is where I'm so passionate about also working with the subconscious mind and, and talking about this because you can repeat affirmations, you can write down what you want, which are great. You can do this all day long, but if you don't feel it, this can take a mighty long time and just be more of an uphill battle. If you don't work with the body and the subconscious mind, this can get super frustrating and end up with you quitting because you don't see results. So essentially our conscious mind may want one thing, but our body is wanting different because our nervous systems are living in the past and our programming overrides what we want to create in the future. So we say we might want one thing, but subconsciously it might not feel safe. And so this is what happens a lot of the time. Our conscious mind is in conflict with our subconscious mind. And um, we you know, self-sabotage, we hold ourselves back. We don't do certain things that we know we need to do, but essentially we are protecting ourselves because self-sabotage is really just self-protection. And so this is where it's important to understand like where is this coming from and what are you holding on to? So examples could be like, if you want to be fit or lean, but that could mean standing out in the crowd or getting attention from men or not fitting in with your family anymore, i.e. rejection. And so your body is protecting you from that. Maybe you won't fit in with everyone around you. Maybe you want to be rich, but you grew up hearing all rich people are assholes. So you don't want to be an asshole. So your subconscious mind is like, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds scary. Or I'm going to be rejected. I'm not going to be able to fit in with my family or people are going to attack me or whatever. Maybe you want to be married, but you associate marriage with fighting in your household. Maybe there was violence or aggression or, you know, it just wasn't associated with love. So it doesn't feel safe. 
So this is where you can see like consciously you might want something, but subconsciously we don't feel like it's safe. And so the meaning that your mind and body hold are everything. And this is where self-sabotage can come in. When the body holds the memory of the trauma, people can get stuck in chronic fight or flight or freeze responses in the body, which then causes a variety of physical, mental, and relational issues to occur. So the way the body feels due to what is held in the nervous system can be very different than the story that we have in our minds. And so this is again, where we want to be curious and work with the somatic body and the subconscious mind so that we can work all on the same team and release what no longer is serving us because these past patterns protected us when we were little and they did serve us, but they are most likely not serving us anymore as adults. And so this is where we might say things like, I am over it, it doesn't affect me, I forgot about that, like a past experience or whatever. But yet you might get triggered or turn to coping mechanisms or avoid or suppress certain things or you know things in your relationships or whatever it is because essentially we are suppressing it. A lot of the time we just don't wanna look at it. We think that if we're going to let it come up, it's gonna be overwhelming. We won't know how to deal with it. And so this is where it's really important that we work with the nervous system and the, and the subconscious mind. And again, the somatic body so that we can release these things in a healthy and safe way that doesn't make us feel overwhelmed. But again, when we allow ourselves to feel it and process it and be with it, then it can dissolve because when we resist it, what resists persists and it just becomes bigger and bigger. And the string of pearls, as I mentioned, just adds on and adds on and adds on, right? So avoiding is really just keeping it there. And so we can do, we can keep doing all the things, but if you have trauma in your body, if you have subconscious beliefs that oppose what you want, if you don't release the dense, heavy and stuck energies, they will continue to not only block what you want, but also cause damage in your body. And so this is often the missing piece, especially if you've done so much of the physical stuff. Energetically, there is um, a component that has often missed. And so in the breathwork session, this is another uh, practice and technique that I love to use as well, not only for myself, but my clients with releasing stored emotions, energies, things like that. Um, inside the intuitive woman, there is an opportunity for physical release, a somatic component of the program because mindset isn't enough when trauma is actually stuck in the body and subconscious programs are running the show. And I continue to see women be surprised at how much they have to release and how they aren't accustomed to using their voice. It feels foreign, it feels uncomfortable. A lot of the time we might not even think we have anything to release until we do and we're like, oh, that was in there. Especially when it comes to like anger because there's a lot of shame around that. Like, no, you can't show anger. That's, you know, rude or whatever, like it's frowned upon. But then we keep it in there and anger will often hide sadness. So a lot of the time we release anger, then we have sadness as well that's in there that was also suppressed. But when we do this work, it feels like an emotional dump. Like that's like the best way I can describe it. Like you feel lighter, you can feel freer, like a heaviness is lifted. And something that I've experienced and my clients have experienced. Um, and it's something that is truly, truly powerful because we're working with the energetic body. And so 
the intuitive women, we do have a breathwork component. Um, it's a very, very powerful session. And I did want to mention, if you haven't heard, we are doing a full moon circle this Sunday. It's going to be using breathwork with tapping. So EFT, emotional freedom technique and meditation and journaling to help you, um, you know, release these heavy energies, these dense energies that are holding you back and to go beyond the analytical mind and the ego, to go into the subconscious, to really connect with your higher self and even the universe. Um, and to really just help you feel lighter and more empowered because again, when we're only working on the conscious level, working on the mental level, but not on a body level, we can still be holding energies in our tissues. And even though we might think we, you know, release something in our mind, we have to remember that our emotions are stored in our bodies and our subconscious beliefs are stored in our bodies. And we need to release them from our bodies, not just our minds. And so fully embodied healing needs to include the energetic body and the physical body. And one of the fastest, easiest ways to do this and to really just reset the body, to release these things is using the breath. This is literally, in my experience, like one of the fastest, easiest ways. And it's just so, so powerful. So this is what we're going to be doing this Sunday. It's going to be at 5 p.m. until 7 p.m. PST this Sunday, May 15th. And I invite you to join us if this is something that calls to you. I will put the link in the show notes for more details. Check out all the details there to see what to expect, what we're doing. I would love to have you. It can seriously be such a powerful journey, especially when we are at the full moon, where this is a time to, you know, release what's holding us back from our vision, our mission, and what we really truly want to do and who we want to be. And this is really a powerful um, session that can really help you connect with everything that's underneath all the stories and the patterns and the inner mean girl and the ego and the mind chatter and the monkey mind and all of these things and this confusion and this stuckness, you can really go to a place of inner peace, calm, and clarity to really connect with your higher self. So I invite you to check that out. And last reminder that the Intuitive Woman, my signature program is open until Sunday as well. So this round is open until Sunday for application. And this is where we work with the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the somatic body on a deeper level. So we're actually getting to the root cause of your blocks and symptoms. We work with the mind, body, and spirit. So we look at the physical aspects of wellness, but also emotional, mental, and spiritual. And so this is for the woman who no longer wants to be held back by her past or circumstances, her diagnosis. She wants to thrive in her body and take back her personal power. And so this is a 12 week journey to embodying and really stepping into your higher self and really just thriving in your body. I help you find your way. It's not about molding you or forcing you into doing things that don't work for you or don't resonate, that don't work with your lifestyle, that don't make sense for you. Um, it's really about creating a sustainable lifestyle that supports your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So I do provide you with support around like um, nutrition and supplements and lifestyle as well to help you really support your body. Uh, you know, with whatever concerns you have and whatever health goals you, you are working towards because we are all really meant to thrive in our bodies, feel energized, clear-headed, 
magnetic and um, the physical body obviously needs support as well. It's about creating a life that you don't need to escape from. So looking at where are you holding yourself back? Um, what do you truly want? And how can we actually move towards that? Again, working with the subconscious mind as well. So we're not sabotaging ourselves or holding ourselves back or reverting back to old patterns. And about learning how to trust yourself and create health, happiness, and fulfillment internally because it starts with us and then it changes what we attract, how we show up in the world, etc. So if this is something that interests you at all, I will also put the link in the show notes for all of the details on the sales page. It is pretty detailed in terms of like what's included, what to expect, et cetera. But if you have any questions at all, please send me a message. You can send me a message by email or Instagram, or you can apply on the site as well. And I will be in touch to see if this could be a good fit for you or not. We can chat more about that. Otherwise, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was helpful. And if it was, please, please, please share, um, subscribe, and leave a review so that I can reach more people because this message is really, really important and it's often neglected and it can really be difficult when we are working through, you know, these issues with our physical symptoms and also mental, emotional and we just feel like something's wrong with us, like we're broken, like we're doing it wrong, like there's nothing we can do. And it's oftentimes because we just don't have the answer and we're not taught these things. So it's really important that we learn about these things, about how to really take care of ourselves and how our health is truly holistic. And this is what I'm so passionate about sharing. So thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.